Welcome to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor, the raw podcast all about the messy, true lives of working moms in real estate. In this podcast, we talk about the hilarious mishaps and successes that are pretty much guaranteed when it comes to selling real estate while managing a family. I'm your host, Nicole Ward, the boots on the ground toddler mom who swears like a sailor and fails extravagantly, all while running my own real estate business. So grab a juice box and that basket of clean laundry that still needs folded because we're going to jump right in. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. I have Jennifer Carlson Manges. Is that right? Did I say right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. So Jennifer is currently recording this podcast while she's doing a booth for her business at a fair. So we are talking on the go like us realtors do. Um, So Jennifer, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, um, what you were doing in life before you got your license and how you went about getting your real estate license. Yeah, absolutely. So um, hi, everybody. I am 34 years old. I am a mom of, I have a 14 year old daughter. I have two step boys uh, that are six and 14 also. And uh, me and my husband are now expecting our first baby together. So um, super exciting. (laughs) He's actually due on Christmas Eve. So, um, oh, wow. You got a Christmas baby. (laughs) Christmas baby. So, uh, yeah, the doctor told me last week that he'll be here before Christmas. So that's exciting. Wow. Um, Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so we just started our build for our new home. Um, so realtor life, you know, kind of threw us into that. I looked at a million houses and just decided it was, (laughs) um, you know, I, I'm just going to build one, um, like crazy time for that, but uh, our family is growing and our house right now is 1400 square feet and it just doesn't <laughs> fit. doesn't work. That is a lot of kids to have in 1400 <laughs> yeah. square feet of house. <laughs> so, uh, that'll be done in uh, February or March. And so new baby, new house. Um, uh, my career is relatively new. I've only been an agent now for three years. So um I've done, you know, pretty well. I've been top agent numerous times in my company at Berkshire Hathaway. So, uh, so what did you, know, you do before you got licensed? Um, I actually was, I did home health care and I was an STNA. So, oh, wow. yeah. So when I met my husband now, which was about five years ago, you know, we had taken a class on, uh, investing and doing, uh, home flips. So, okay you know, and that's kind of what got us started. And he's like, you know, real estate's where it's at. And it's like, well, maybe we could, you know, <laughs> try. And, um, I said, I would get my license and I did my classes in a little under a month, did them all online. I took my test one time and I failed by one, one question. <laughs> and then, uh, took it the second time and I passed it with flying colors. And just so you know, it's really common. <laughs> Almost oh, yeah. everybody I talk to has failed the real estate exam at least once. <laughs> Yep. So no problem. And I was like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, and then we made it through COVID, uh, COVID was kind of crazy with the market and showing houses. And so when I got into it, it was like, man, what, what am I going to do? You know, I still had my part-time job as a home health aide. So I at least had that, but, um, you know, going through COVID, um, 
<laughs> luckily we all made it. Uh, but it's just, it was crazy with the market. And then now the market's shifting again. So it's kind of an unknown for new realtors like us. And, um, you know, we'll kind of see where it takes us, but I think you're going to be fine. I mean, I've, I've kind of followed you along social media and I know it's the shift. Have you ever read that book, by the way, by Gary Keller, the shift book? No, but I have it. Um, I'm it's on my vacation list for next week. I have two books that I'm going to read, uh, the million dollar agent by Gary Keller. (laughs) They're the multi-million, whatever that one is. Um, Mm -hmm. and then yeah, the shift book. So, um, both great books. And I'm, I will challenge you. I'm going to add one more that I feel like every entrepreneur needs to read. And it's called hundred million dollar offers by Alex Hermosi. And it, it is, sh- go ahead. <laughs> I have it. Yep. That's good. It's amazing. It. You've read it. Have you read it? No, no, it's on my book. It's on my bookshelf. <laughs> Girlfriend, so. listen, it will change your life. It is the most amazing book to read. In fact, I've reread it and I'm going to continue rereading it just to keep it fresh in my mind because it's that good. Yeah. I'm not a reader. Um, so my husband reads all the time. Um, Warren Buffett reads for four or five hours a day. <laughs> so, <Right>. <laughs> um, you know, and Eric constantly tells me, uh, you know, he reads and there's a reason <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. Uh, so that's my goal. Um, that's actually one of my monthly goals that I have written down in my book. Um, I, I need to start reading. And I think there's just so much knowledge out there that we can learn. And, you know, even if you're a successful agent and you do multi-million dollars a year, there's always more to learn. Always. You know? I, I truly um, feel that way. And also like, you know, for me, I'm on the road a lot, like all agents are. Right. And so I'm audible. I'm like the audible queen or podcast queen. Right. Like I will listen to the book and if I feel like I yeah. need to buy it, then I buy it and I read it along, but I'm, I like audible. Do you listen right. to audible? I don't, uh, no, I honestly, I, reading is, <laughs> it's not something I've ever really been a fan of, but, um, a lot of people do the audible. So I'm going to try, like I said, I'm going on vacation next week for 10 days in Tennessee. So I'm going to try and relax and unplug. If a realtor can unplug, they really can't and read, you know, kind of um, a baby moon then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's our last vacation as five of us. So okay. um, yeah, we're taking a nice long one and just going to relax in the mountains, do a little couple hikes and, um, we're at a resort. So I just want to relax and sit by the pool. <laughs> Girl, I don't blame you. <laughs> would be the same way. Life is going to get so much, hec- you know, more hectic here coming up. So being pregnant in the summer is not fun. I was, um, mm-hmm. six, seven and eight months pregnant throughout the hottest months in the summer. And it was pretty miserable. So I'm feeling I'm, you on that. <laughs> I'm pretty miserable. I thank God that we're in the fair. Um, we're in the building. So it's air. <laughs> and then I walked outside a couple of times to get my food and I'm like, Ugh, Nope. <laughs> I'm good. Not fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about, you know, I, you, you have a blended family, um, Mm -hmm. and recently married. I remember talking to you before about that and you both are working in the real estate world. So what is it like for you? Um, you know, building your business over the last three or so years and managing and running a family, like how do you do both? What kind of support system do you have? What do you do? You know, Eric is, is wonderful. Um, so he, he picks up my slack for sure. I pick up his slack. Um, you know, like everybody, we all have good and bad days. Um, I mean, 
we went through he was Eric was very sick at the end of last year so Mm -hmm. before we got married and um you know going through all of that and being a new agent um I still made my top uh, top hundred list and top ten list and and it was crazy for a couple months but um because I think he was in the hospital for like 62 days and that's crazy he had COVID right he did um yeah. How so, did you manage that? How are you a top producing agent with a husband who is in the hospital with COVID and have all of your kids? I mean, how'd you do that? You know, we're very, we were very fortunate to have the other parents, you know, um, again, we are a blended family. So, um, the boys had their mom and my daughter had, uh, had her dad and luckily they helped out a lot so I could be with Eric. And I, I don't know what I would have done. I'm so thankful for being in real estate full time because it is flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wasn't showing houses only because I was in and out of the hospital so much. And I, I didn't want to expose people. Eric was active COVID for it was almost 30 days before they released him from active COVID because he was on an ECMO machine. So, um, you know, every day I went in, I had to dress in full gear. Um to go in and see him. Some days it was an hour when he was um, in a coma. I was allowed there. Other days when he was awake and conscious, it could be 12 to 16 hours a day. I could be there. That is insane. I mean, was that just heart-wrenching? Did you know what the outcome would be or were you always concerned? It was was hour to hour. I mean, we would have days where Eric was great. You know, he's sitting up talking and fine. And then there would be days where he, you know, right before he got put on the ECMO machine, which, um, that saved his life. We, they transported him, they gave him a 5% chance to live in Medina. And, um, you know, they said, well, the only thing we can try is get him an ECMO machine, fly him to Cleveland, um, to be at main campus. And, you know, we're not very hopeful. They were very honest. Um, but again, at that point it was hour to hour. We didn't know, you know, when they emergency vented him and put him in a coma, um, we didn't know what the outcome would be. So, I mean, <laughs> that had to be so scary, just so scary. It was because he is just the, the best thing, honestly. I mean, other than my kids, of course, but that has happened to me. I mean, he brought me to a point where, you know, I, I really found out who Jennifer was. I, he helped me realize, you know, look what you can do. You know, there's so much more to life than what you've been shown or what you know of. And, um, Eric and I, there's a, a, an age difference in that. Honestly, he is just, he's such a blessing to me. I, I can't thank him enough. And That's I know wonderful. like <laughs> you and your husband are a team and I, I know I get a couple other ones that I have people come up to me and they're like, oh my God, how can you deal with your husband? You know, all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> because we love our husbands and they're right? great support systems. And we wouldn't have gotten into the business if we didn't feel that way. <laughs> right. I wouldn't have it any other way. I just, um, I love being able to call him and say, you know, look, listen to this happen, you know, (laughs) this agent said that. And it's so nice to be able to come home and vent to somebody who also understands because, you know, he's in the same, uh, you know, career. He's doing it every day with you. Right. That's awesome. (laughs) 
and it's cool. We can sit down. It's like, Hey, what's going on with such and such. And you know, or this property or that property, or did that agent even get back to you? And it's like, no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And if, you know, he wasn't in that situation, say he worked at a factory, not that that's a bad thing, but they wouldn't know what was going on, you know, and they would never understand our schedule. Um, so showing the eight, nine o'clock, <laughs> I mean, it it's happens. true. It does. It happens. I mean, I was just telling some friends and family of mine the other day that, you know, I work about 80 hours a week. I mean, mm-hmm. from the sun up until I pick up my kids from school or daycare, they're home with me for maybe two hours before they go to bed. And then I'm right. working hours into the evening, like, and right. all weekend long, like I'm working so much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. People don't understand. I mean, really um, how much time goes into it. You know, other people will say, oh, well, look at your job. You're just a real estate agent, you know, and I, I work 40 hours a week and it's like, well, yeah. I bet I, <laughs> like, and <laughs> I at home, um, you know, some of the time, but other times I'm on the road, I am busy and I'm eating dinner in the car and, um, making sure, you know, with three kids, the two 14 year olds, they're in cross country and track and um roses and flag now and she's in choir I mean it's crazy I there's days where I think in the morning like getting out of bed I'm like I don't even know how I'm gonna manage today but again Eric is such a help <laughs> so day I'm by so day right. and I would it, tell those people that say I work 40 hours a week I'm like must be nice to have vacation pay and medical insurance and all those other things that you have that I don't get, and I have to work right. really hard for. That's it's exactly. I mean, a hundred percent. I hate to be that person. Like, yeah, well, and they're like, "Well, you go on all these vacations. Do you realize I don't sit and relax on vacation? We work. Um, it happens. Right. I sat by the pool for you know most of the time, and there is times where I, I, I do think it's important that you put the phone down. Um, shut, shut it down, yeah. shut it down, turn it off. And yeah, absolutely. Because will, the, guess what? That agent's going to be there tomorrow. Um, just because you didn't, you know, answer that call. It, it is what it is, but family, it does come first. And there's times where my daughter will ask me, mom, seriously, like, can you put your phone down? And, and the, it's kind of like a, a, a gut wrenching feeling like, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, at those times I do, it's hard because I'm like, I got to get back to that agent or I have to let that client know we can go tomorrow at two. And it's like, there's so many things. And I think a good schedule, um, I put, I don't do my, I don't use my phone for a schedule. Everything goes in my book. If something is not on my book and not in my schedule. Doesn't exist. It doesn't <laughs> exactly. It doesn't exist because I'm like, Oh, that was not planned. Can't fit yep. it in Sorry. <laughs> I'm the same way. I mean, I use my phone schedule, but I'm hundred percent the same way. If it is not in my schedule, it 100% doesn't exist and it doesn't happen. So, right. I mean, I even have to schedule like when we have family time or date time or things like that, like I have to put it in my calendar and block off the time so that someone else doesn't schedule something over top of it. It's- and that stuff should come first. You know, I plan all of our vacations out. I figure out when we're leaving, when we're going, you know, um, where we're staying and Eric is so like chill and he's like, Oh, we'll just pick a place. I'm like, Nope, I already got it figured out. (laughs) I got this. So what do you do when you go on vacation? Like, how do you, um, you know, back at the home front, how do you keep things moving along? If you had 
showings or things like that? Do you have a partner other than your husband? Luckily, uh, yes, we have hired Chuck, um, Chuck Andre, and he is wonderful. He's been an agent now for two years. He, um, after his deal he's got now, he will close, have closed a million dollars this year. And, wow. uh, yep. And he is just, he's rocking it, man. I mean, he does a lot of my showings, which is such a help. I mean, He's, you know, writing up contracts and sending um, ROCs and going to inspections for me. And, you know, he's helping me with the fair. And I don't know what I would do without Chuck. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so good to have a good support system, not only within yeah. your family, but within the business. And I'm a firm believer, a hundred percent that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of strife and everything between brokerages and, yeah. you know, well, this brokerage is better. Well, this brokerage is better. And I say there are brokerages out there that have some great incentives for you to be there. But ultimately it comes down to 100% the people you surround yourself with your tribe, you are a product of who you surround yourself with. And if you are surrounding yourself with a good team or a good group of people, you will be successful no matter where you hang your license. I truly believe that. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, and you're right. You know, there is other brokerages that, you know, I've looked into and thought about and, oh, this is a little bit better. This is better here. But you know, where I'm at right now, I'm happy. I'm, I'm producing, I'm doing well. I have a great support system, a great broker that <laughs> if I call her at nine o'clock at night, it's, you know, okay, let's figure this out. Um, you know, and I, I mean, and a good team. Say this is better. right. And then I have Chuck and I have Eric and, um, you know, Rose does open houses with me, which is my 14 year old daughter. And, and she wants to be a photographer. So, um, we let her take pictures and, you know, kind of put her foot in the puddle, but, um, <laughs> you know, she works with my photographer all the time and she goes to the listings. And, um, as she says now, she does not want to be a real estate agent because my life is crazy, but <laughs> well, at least she can recognize it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mom, I mean, why would you want to do this? I'm like, well, you know, and I kind of look at it as I don't miss much with the kids. Um, we are able to be there for the, um, the shows and all the little, we have 4-H meetings and Boy Scouts and flag. <laughs> um, we don't miss much. And, no, and I mean, if you look at it, if you look at it from that perspective of you get to create your own schedule and by create your own schedule schedule. That doesn't mean you're creating a, a schedule of 10 hours a week. You're still working your ass off. I mean, let's be for real. You're working your ass off, but when you get to create your own schedule and you're not working for someone else that you right. are your own boss, that's the true freedom of real estate is right. that you can maintain and run an excellent business. You can make some really good income for your family because there's no ceiling. You're not stuck to a, a salary you know, and, right. but when you get to create your own schedule, so long as you're doing the activities that you need to do during your working time and you're constantly producing, you can be there for 4-H, you can be there for football, you can be there for those things. It's an amazing freedom. And it sounds like with you and five and the six on the way, you know, to make your family complete, that's extremely important. Right. And it is, I mean, I, you know, I kind of always said that when I did the home health care, I, had the same clients for 15 years. And, uh, when I met them, Rose was a, a tiny baby and, you know, I bring this little baby and I'm like, well, I, I don't know how much I can really work because I have this baby. And, 
they're like, oh my gosh, bring her with you. Like, I got so lucky with that. Um, Not the, common for sure. Right. Right. And I mean, if I worked at a grocery store that it would not happen, you can't, can't bring your baby to work. Right. And so <laughs> now to this day, we still do Christmases with the, that family. Um, the lady had MS and has MS. She's still good to go. Um, I still stop over there. I'm still there a couple of times a week and, you know, um, they have become part of our family and That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm so lucky that yeah, when Rose had stuff going on, well, Rose has a play at two, two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, you work at a grocery store. You can't just leave, you know, I mean, you're on a 40 hour a week and, um, and I was always able to say, okay, I'll be back in a couple hours or I'll see you tomorrow. Um, so I, I guess I've been so fortunate to have what I've had the whole time Rose has been here because I wouldn't have wanted to miss any of that. Um, <laughs> I no. miss my party in fourth grade and I have not heard the end of it mom do you remember that one time and I said oh my goodness they have memories like sponges when they want to I know and I I think I said it to somebody it was like you know yeah I missed one party and oh yeah I remember that I said no you don't you know (laughs) right but it was one party out of a hundred so but they'll um, never let you forget it they know right no, I always volunteered at the school and, um, you know, I was in pirate parents and I've always been able to do all that. And to this day, I love helping with the school and I love being able to show up at these things. And now I can throw my real estate in there and be like, Hey, I'm a realtor. Um, want me to do a booth. And, you know, we've done a couple of things with the school and sponsored stuff. And I think that's important too. buying donuts for the teachers. Um, I took, 10 dozen donuts at the end of the year last year and you know gave them all to the teachers and put my card on the boxes and said you know thanks for a great year and you don't know how far that went I think I got I don't know 10 or 12 thank you you know messages in the remind app saying wow thank you so much for doing that for us that was nice um that's an amazing way to connect Right. On a very personal level with the people that are caring for your kids and that you're surrounded by in your community. I mean, that was a great idea. I might have to steal that. <laughs> hey, go ahead. I mean, and I learned it from a podcast myself. Um, you know, we were, I think it was open door or something, you know, that I was on one day and they said, well, we took the kid, you know, the teacher's donuts. And it's like, man, that's easy. And it was, of course, during COVID. So you can't have stuff, you know, it's got to be all sealed and, I'm like, this is so easy. So I think I taped four or five cards on each box and took the 10 boxes and gave them to the office and said, please take these to the teacher's lounge. Keep one here for yourself. I mean, it was, it went so far. That's amazing. That was a great idea. Yep. So, I mean, I love doing little things like that. We took uh, bags to the police station. We, I live in a very small town. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have volunteer firefighters and, um, the year Rose was born 2008, uh, our house burned down and, you know, um, yeah, the red cross came and the firefighters, the local firefighters, you know, they all asked, what can we do? What can we do? Well, you don't know what happens until you go through something like that. And it's like, man, what do you have? And I'm looking in my car, you know, cause we weren't home at the time of the fire. And I'm like, man, I have my CDs. <laughs> I have two shirts. And then it's like, you know, your whole life was turned upside down. Then I had Rose. So that happened in November of 07. And then I had Rose in April of 08. So holy moly. I mean, you were pregnant and your house burned down. Was it like, 
I, first of all, I've never talked to anybody who personally who had their house burned down, but I can imagine not only were, did you have nothing left to move forward, but years of memories and, and things that were important to you perished in something. Was that really like emotionally traumatic for you? It was, um, it was, but I mean, I had a doctor's appointment the next day and he said, you know, you have to stay calm. You know, I was already Rose had already had some issues. And, um, so staying calm, a kept her alive and kept me safe. So, um, you know, it was just, I kind of look back as it was the chapter in life that yes, it was unfortunate, but you know what? We're all here. Um, me and no one's hurt. Her dad, nope, nobody was hurt. It was uh, it was late at night, and we were actually out of town. And um, so we're, what happened? We're, we're they're still not sure. They think it was the dryer malfunction. And again, we rented. We were young. I was nineteen years old, so um, you know we didn't have renters insurance. But um, you know, you live and you learn. Eh? <laughs> I I look back now. I would have never rented again. Um, but shortly after that, you know what? We bought our own house and we started our family and um you know things yeah I still think about things like oh yeah you know I I had my baby book was in there and that's my mom was so crushed um she goes that was your first hair and it was this and that but you know you move forward I right. think everyone deals with things in life and but you have to get to that point where things happen um at least we're still here and we're still alive so and I had a beautiful, healthy baby in April. So, you know, you are super out. resilient. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have to cut yeah. you off and say that right no. now. Like resilient is one of my favorite words and not a word that I use to describe people often because it takes a special person to fit the category of resiliency or being resilient. And just hearing about your life, you're building your business and your husband having COVID and your house being burnt down while you were pregnant with a small child. I mean, you have been through a lot and we all have stories where we've been through a lot. I've been through a lot, but I mean, you are very resilient. Kudos to you, mama. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, I think it's just all part of growing, you know, and then when I met Eric, um, he taught me how you know, you keep growing, you keep expanding, you you know, to stay in the same job that you're not happy with. You don't want to do that. You don't want, um, because there's always room to grow. And then with real estate, um, he just got his license at the end of last year. Um, actually right before he got COVID. So, um, you know, he's, we have rentals now together and we manage those and, um, you know, it's, it constantly growing. You you have to keep going. Absolutely. Wow. That's so much. So, um, you know, we've talked quite a bit today. We've, we've gone through a lot about you and I appreciate everything that you've said. Um, if you, if you had to give one bit of advice, personal advice to agents out there, new agents, agents who are mamas, um, whether they're single moms or they're running a family or whatever be what, what one bit of advice do you think would be the most valuable to give? Oh, um, you know, I kind of touched on this, but your, your family comes first, um, especially with mama agents and family agents, you know, in in this market, that house may not be there tomorrow, but, um, you know, your, your family needs you. And I know people get busy and I, and the kids are going to forgive us and they're going to say, it's okay, mom, you know? 
But um, I always say family comes first and just learn how to schedule things, you know, put that at the top of your priority, you know, the, the kids, the family, the, your life comes first and work around that. Yep. Um, Time management, calendar management, but, but your family first, always family first, always. Oh, I appreciate that. That's it. That's great advice. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the, on the show and being on this podcast. And if, um, if anybody wanted to reach out to you or connect with you, um, from this show, how would they, um, what would be the best way for them to contact you social media or calling or what? Pick up the phone and call me. I would be happy to answer any questions. I'd be happy to help anybody. I love seeing new agents, you know, kind of like Chuck. Um, He has grown so much in the last year. You know, he didn't have many transactions. And then him and I kind of teamed up. And he is just, it's so awesome learning new things. And um, there's a couple girls from my office I chat with. And the one called me and, hey, can I bounce this off of you? Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) I need... You need friends that are real estate agents because we don't know it all. I'm learning. You're learning. Can't know what you don't know. That's one of my favorite sayings. You can't know what you don't know. So how do you know what to ask? And so you say sometimes, hey, I got this agent who's kind of, you know, they said this, this, and this. Well, why don't you approach it like that? Just help people, you know, and I've been in a couple of situations where more experienced agents, wow, you're a new agent. Don't be nasty, you know, be nice and help people. I guess that's one of my biggest things. And if I can help somebody make money and, you know, succeed in this crazy world of real estate, I would love to. So yeah, anybody's 100%. more than I'll reach out to me. What's your phone to. number? 330-288-4024. Anytime. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to look out for next week's episode. And if you want to get a hold of Jennifer, you know how to reach her. Um, and thank you so much, Jennifer. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Have a good day. All right. Hey, mamas. Thanks for tuning in to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor. If you like today's confession, make sure you subscribe to hear more juicy stories from other realtor moms like you. See you next week.